DW the 77 percent Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's edition of the show that gives you the chance to be a part of the debate among African youth. I am your host Wanji Komora here in Bonn, Germany and today's program will be taking us all the way to Malawi for a very important topic. Is social media ruining the parenting skills of young African parents? In an era where many activities such as schools moving online, parents too have taken to posting their children on social media without much care. Now, some parents even post information such as their physical location or they even upload videos as they discipline their children, embarrassing them online. Is this the future of parenting? What dangers exist online? When you begin to disclose the identities of your own children, Chances are it's possible for me to go to the school where the children are learning because I know the children from the pictures. I'll say, oh, your mama's asked me to come and pick you up. You can definitely expect to hear more of that in this show. And of course, I will be checking out your comments on our Facebook page, DW Africa. So do stay tuned for that as well. Now, to start us off, we go over to Lilongwe in Malawi, where DW's Miriam Kaliza is on standby with a group of young people. Miriam Karibusana, welcome. Thank you so very much, Wanjiku. In the program today, I'm joined by Teresa Pondo, a young woman of two, a 25-year-old, and she's also a youth advocate. Can you say hello, Teresa? Hi, everyone. So good to be here. Thank you for having me. Also in the studio, I have a child rights activist, Leon Matanda. Say hello to the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Leon. Leon Matanda. I'm excited to be in this program. Thank you. Also, we have a businesswoman, Edith Kaira, in the studio. Say hi. Hi, hi. Hello. My name is Edith Kaira. It is good to be here. And my Intumozi, also a young father of two. Say hi. Hi, hi. Now to set the ball rolling, I would like to hear from... Um, First of all, Teresa, how do you think the internet or social media has changed the way uh, of doing things in terms of parenting? Oh, it has changed so much. I think, first of all, social media gives us the access to information. So even our children have so much information. And it, I think it's very important that we shield our children from wrong information. Um, when you look at maybe other parents and how they've given their children phones at an early age, and then your child is like, ah, oh, but I want my phone. And he's only eight years old. And it's like, what are you going to be doing with the phone, you know? But it has positives and it also has negatives and it's just a matter of you also knowing the harm that it can do to a family and i speak on terms of let's say not spending enough time with your children because maybe as parents we're too busy on our phones maybe it's not social media maybe it's work or whatever it is but you find that there are a lot of children that are starting to complain that maybe the parents are not giving me attention or it's not the same as how it used to be because now we are living in the internet age so it has caused a lot of change yeah that's so interesting by the way tell us i'd also want to know from the child's rights um, activist Leon Matanda. Do you think the social media has somehow regulated the relationships between parents and children? Obviously, no doubt about it. You, you and me can agree the fact that uh, um, social media is addictive in a way, uh, in the sense that once you uh, 
have entered some of these platforms, maybe the WhatsApp groups and maybe the, the Facebook pages and other things, you sort of become so addictive. And, you know, uh, more often than not, I've personally observed that uh, parents are not as committed as they were in terms of providing attention to their children. They would rather buy toys and let the children be preoccupied with the toys than create an emotional bonding between themselves and, and the children. So to me, immediately, that's a negative thing. But as the children are likely growing, uh, we are excited because as, as youth activists, we talk about evolving capacity of a child, meaning more often than not, children are provided a platform to know what is necessary information for them using the same social media. So it's got to be balanced between parents losing their obligation of making sure that they're giving the much-needed attention to the children, but also at the same time, uh, we're excited because when you say the fundamental principle of evolving capacity, the child is developing because it's got read information even when the parents are not there. Yeah. We should have uh, a ready example. Edith Kaira, what's the situation like at home? Do you have any problems in terms of relationship between you and your kids? Of course, um, because you go home, as long as uh, you have greeted them, the next thing you are on WhatsApp, you are uh, checking what's there, what's new on the groups that you are in. And uh, we rarely spend time with our children. Because it's either they are watching cartoons or they are playing outside and you're okay, you have glued yourself to the social media. But on the other hand, I would also say it has helped us a lot in terms of uh, connecting. It has given us a platform where we're able to connect with our families uh, in a sense that, uh, you know, sometimes our culture, you have children, parents would want to see them, would want to chat with them. Sometimes it's not even possible. Talk of the COVID-19 pandemic where you won't be able to go outside or any other places that we would have loved to go to. The children themselves would be able like, to have the video calls with their fellow children outside there. So on the other hand, you should say it has also helped somehow. Indeed, as with many things in life, social media has advantages and disadvantages even for parents. But all of this connectivity to others seems to leave some children at a disadvantage. For example, I saw an East African video of a young girl about five years old eating with a knife and fork. Now, it sounds cute and harmless, but picture this. The cutlery she was using was not the right size for the child, and the way she was holding the knife made me anxious as I watched. Now, in the comment section, there were mixed opinions. Some people were happy to see the child feeding herself, and others were telling the parents to show her how to do it. Because in the video, they do not show her, they only cheer her on. Okay? So this is one danger of charenting, as it is sometimes called. That is, parenting and sharing those moments online. And speaking of online, let's quickly take a look at the comments you are sharing. Sheikh Franklin says, yes, social media is ruining parenting skills among young parents. Now, I would love to hear what you think, so keep those comments coming in. For now, let's go back to Miriam Kaliza in Malawi, because this topic is as interesting as it is important. Miriam, take it away. Wanjiku, the temperature here on the 77% radio show is indeed rising. Now, going to my... I would like to know, um, why are young people departing from the traditional ways of parenting to something more modern? Well, social media has uh, more or less like lessened the burden that was there in terms of uh, parenting. 
gone are the days whereby we can hide information from our children uh, because the internet is there to give them reference. So this time uh, it has made us young parents to be straightforward to issues uh, as we approach them towards children. Um, I would give an example of issues with maybe sexual education. Uh, there was a point in time whereby it was limited to a particular age, and this had led indeed to so many disagreements between parents and their children. But just because all that information is mostly readily available on the social media, uh, it is bad now for a parent who keeps on maybe diverting the little issues uh, or the questions our children ask more, more often to do with maybe issues of sexuality. Uh, so this time around you have to be very careful because at one point in time, if you are not able to, to present the real picture on the ground to your child, this child will have to search for very same information on the social media. Then she or he has to debate to say who is saying the truth between my parents and the social media. Very interesting. And then we go back to Teresa. I just want to know, there are concerns that some uh, parents only show off their kids on social media just for the comments, for the likes, you know, these days. But the situation at home is not as it is depicted on the social media. Is this happening? Well, I think I can only speak for myself. I mean, I really love capturing the moment and when the picture is nice, when the picture is sweet, I'll post it up, I'll share it. Um, and for me, that has helped because my firstborn is eight years old um, and I used to have a lot of pictures of him. But I only now I'm only remaining with the pictures that I posted of him, you know, because the, either I lost my phone or something happened to the old picture. So you see that you're still able to have record of your children's photos. Right. And which is really good because you want to show them as they grow. Um, but I think in, in a way this can cause, you know, other parents can look at the way you're parenting because we'll only share the good sides. We're not going to share the bad sides. So when other parents see they'll feel like ish maybe i'm a bad parent maybe i'm not good enough you start condemning yourself and as a result that starts also affecting how you're parenting your children so i think it's also safe to understand that um everyone is not going to be posting bad things about their children or bad things about their situation at home and just to appreciate where you are at the level that you are and appreciate that you're doing the best that you can for your own children i think that's that's what i can say however some quarters have argued that children has got rights to join social media platforms with a clean slate without finding a mountain of pictures of them as babies so that they can define their own social media identity. What do you think of this assertion? Why can we hear from my? We, we make choices for our children. Um, it has always been there. Uh, even before this digital era, uh, we could have pictures of our children. We could put them uh, on the walls of our houses. It's just that the social media has amplified uh, something that is already there. I don't think there's any problem. And uh, to say it's a choice for them, well, when the right time comes for them, uh, it's something they can remove if they're not happy with so many pictures we share about them. Sometimes we do that out of pride, out of the happiness or the excitement that we have that uh, we are parents. Uh, just like our parents did, only that they were do doing it analog. Uh, they could keep the pictures uh, war frame sooner. So I don't think there was any problem with that. Can we hear from the rights point of view? What do you think about that? Well, um, it's interesting because uh, in child rights we say it's very important at all times to conceal identity of children. Mostly when it comes to um, uh, maybe a, a bad story associated with uh, that child. But I want to just think in terms of why would we want to prevent pictures from being posted. We, as children protectors, we are now looking at issues of child trafficking, for instance. Uh, we are looking at children kidnapping, for instance. Maybe these are not common in, in our society, but sometimes, you see, when you begin to disclose the identities of your own children, 
chances are it's possible for me to go to the school where her children are learning because I know the children from the pictures. I'd say, oh, your mom has asked me to come and pick you up. So to me, as a child protector, I'd say it's fair and good that we can have the sharing of the pictures. It looks good, but from protection viewpoint, it's a challenge because what you're basically doing is you're revealing almost comprehensively information about your children, where they're learning, how old they are, you know, what nickname they have, and so on and so forth. Let's, let's accept it. It's not common in our country that people can get kidnapped. But for me, I'm looking overall in terms of child protection. There's, there's, there's a challenge in disclosing the identities of our children. Yeah. Do you agree that people need to be careful and, and protect the digital presence of the children? We definitely need to be keen on what kind of information we are sharing concerning our children. Now, this is exactly why we have these debates and discussions, because the issue of child privacy is one that affects children across the continent. And even as we protect children's digital rights, we also have to teach them digital literacy. Teach them about online bullying. How do they protect themselves? This I believe is our responsibility as young parents, aunties, and uncles. Now let's go back to Malawi where Miriam is on standby and she's excited to carry on the debate. Miriam, the mic is yours. Yes, indeed, you're right. Moving forward, I would like to hear from Teleza or anybody who can take that, that one up. There are also concerns that parents are sharing knowingly or unknowingly child pornography materials on the internet forgetting that the internet does not forget what can you uh, tell such parents or any others sharing child pornography materials on the internet okay i think the first thing is that they need to be aware that that happens i was not aware of it i actually saw a picture on facebook of a of a young baby she was not naked but um, she was lying down and that picture was shared on a pornographic site for children and mothers were talking about it and this was recently, like maybe a few months ago. And I was like, wow, there are actually such sites out there, you know? So I think the first thing is we need to know there are such sites out there, there are such people, pedophiles that actually enjoy those type of pictures. So do not post pictures of your children naked or children in some type of way. I think we just need to be more cautious. If we're more aware, then we can make better decisions. Do we have such laws that can maybe punish people posting uh, child pornographic materials on the internet? There are some pieces of legislation, but I want to speak about uh, cyberbullying. Uh, people would, would take an innocent picture and put it on a, uh, on a porn site, for instance. For ch- you know, there are people out there, they, they wouldn't want to watch an adult pornography. They'll look for the child, child pornography pictures. That's how their you know, sexual orientation is like. Can we protect the definition of your own child uh, in a way? So, yes, we may be in a position to share the, the, the moments so when you're growing, I still have my oldest picture when I was in started to. They're not on the internet. You know, here we are. We, we, we've, we've, come, we've traveled a journey, and then some, we've made enemies along the way. And then when we post pictures when we're married and we are safely have become mothers or fathers, we still have enemies who can say bad things about our children. Thank you so very much. And we're coming to an end. Can um, people tell us their last words on the topic? We can start with my here. As much as maybe as parents we enjoy posting our... Um, uh, the pictures of our children. I think I've learned one thing that we have to be careful with everything that we put across. Sometimes because out of excitement, um, you might end up ruining what is um, a good guess for you uh, because others, the way others will respond to it uh, might lead to something else. Uh, I've learned one or two issues about indeed 
uh, uh, protecting even our children um, uh, from cyberbullying, just as Leon uh, was putting. So that would be my parting word. Can we hear from Edith? Finish for us. Okay, I just want to advise uh, parents out there that much as we're enjoying social media, but also let's pay attention to our children because uh, they are exposed to some of things that are not good. You're talking of when you're busy on the social media, they're busy maybe watching pornographics, and you don't even know that. It's because we are not paying attention. So let's make sure that uh, we balance it up, social media, and also make sure that our children are all taken care of. Yeah, um, this is Teresa Pondo. I'd just like to say that also be careful of the friends that you have on Facebook and on your social media pages. If your accounts are open, then I'd advise to post less about your kids because you'll be friends with people you don't even know, which... As we have said, it's not safe for the children if they know where the child is schooling, if they know personal information about the child, it can put the child in danger. So let's be aware of everything that we're doing, like be excited, doing the right thing from our motives, but in the end, inflicting harm on our own children. Take care. Yeah, uh, for me, I think I was to concentrate on the issue of emotional bonding for parents. There are times when uh, relatives cannot trust your children to you as a parent. They will trust the way the maid speaks. Uh, the child will behave like your maid because you have no time really uh, for you to actually nurture your own children because you are busy on the social media uh, and perhaps the child is busy also on the social media. But it's more bonding with the maid than you as a parent. There you have it, Leon Matanda, a child rights activist, ending our debate on parenting in the social media age. Also on the panel, we had Teresa Pondo, a young woman, age 25, a mother of two, and also a youth advocate. We also had Mwain Tumodzi, a young family man, a father of two. We also had Edith Kaira, a businesswoman, a mother of three. I've been your host, Miriam Kaliza, keep it 77%. Thank you very much, Miriam Kaliza, for the insightful discussion. It is clear we all need to keep in mind what we post on behalf of the children in our lives. Yes, even as the favorite aunts and uncles. Now, after that discussion, do you think that social media is ruining the parenting skills of young African parents? I would love to hear from you. You know what to do. Go over to our Facebook page, DW Africa, and tell me what you thought of this week's topic. And if you think you have what it takes to be a part of these debates, write me an email at the 77% at dw.com. My name is Wanji Komawara. We are at the end of yet another exciting show, another insightful discussion. And on behalf of Miriam Kaliza in Malawi, Eliane Giaducci and Yugen Kuhn in Bonn, I, Wanjiko Mwaura, thank you for listening and for your comments. Catch up with the show next week, same place, same time. But I leave you with some beautiful music titled Suzy Noma by Muthoni, the drama queen. She's a Kenyan artist, so enjoy this piece of home I'm sharing with you. Goodbye.